This is episode 287 of the Wildlife Photography Podcast. In this episode, Michael shares a special safari story. Hey everybody, my name is Jerry, I'm from Wild Eye, and in this episode, I'm going to hand over to Mike, and he's going to take you on a bit of a safari story where he spent a half a day out in the Masamara with Tenke, who is the barman at the Wild Eye Mara camp. Uh, I've seen some videos from this afternoon that they spent. It's really, really amazing, special stuff. So uh, handing over to Mike. Hope you guys enjoy. Hello, everyone. Michael Lapsha here, and I hope that wherever you are in this world that you are doing as good as you possibly can. Um, I have recently just got back from a little bit of a breakaway with the family. We spent some time out in the Waterberg, which is a bit further north in South Africa, um, as we've got shares in the game farm out there. So after a very long safari through Kenya and Tanzania, I uh, spent a week in office to catch up on all the admins and things that needed to, to happen. And um, I then took a couple of days to just spend time with family, reunite with them and just kind of catch up um, and spend some quality time. Um, but throughout everything that's happening around the world right now and as of today, um, South Africa is in day one of a full lockdown. Um, so we've got 21 days in which we can create incredible content for you guys to either listen to here on the podcast to watch on our various social platforms, um, to educate you, to inspire you, and yeah, just to try and lift the mood somewhat. <clears throat> and um, as of this week, I know a lot of the guys have been putting out a lot of incredible content um, on Instagram, on Facebook, yeah, on the podcast, and on the various social platforms. And one of the, I'm playing catch up now, um, but one of the topics of the week is um, to record a podcast on a free topic, which basically means we can choose a topic we'd like to chat about. Um, and in this particular case, I want to just share a very positive and uplifting story, a safari story with you all um, that took place last year. And... In the cover image of this podcast, you will see that I'm standing next to a Maasai individual. This man's name is Francis, also known as Tenke in his um, native language of Ma. He is our barman in East Africa and he, he runs the bar and pours the most incredible gin and tonic in our Mara camp. And what I want to chat about today is a sighting that I think I'm going to remember for a very very long time and if you have any sightings that really stick out and um, kind of remain quite strongly within your your mind please share them with me I'd love to to hear your stories um, because this is it's a, it's a truly special thing to kind of hold on to these special moments and just cherish them and I always love hearing reading watching other people's stories as I do sharing mine. Um, so in today's episode, I'm going to be chatting. <clears throat> excuse me. I'm going to be chatting about this particular sighting and 
building up to it, what had happened is I was hosting the Best of Kenya Safari, the July departure, which in turn, it ends in our Wild Mara camp. So the Best of Kenya is a nine night adventure, which takes you into the Amboseli, Lake Nakuru, Lake Naivasha and the Masai Mara. And because we end the this particular adventure in our um, or in the Maasai Mara to maximize I guess opportunity to see great migration action either crossing uh, the Mara River or mass herds or wildebeest whatever it may be um, obviously our guests got to enjoy the last three nights with us in our very own Mara camp um, and so on the final day guests obviously get back to camp do their final packing have a final shower enjoy a lunch and then from there we then take them through to Serena airstrip where we then wait for the aircraft uh, to land and take them out of the Masai Mara and back into Nairobi for their future travel plans and on this particular day I had spoken to Dixon because Dixon had joined us out on safari and out in the field um, a few times in the past um, so I chatted to Dixon and I said listen I think it'll be really cool um, to spend some time with Tenke out in the field. We had one guest staying um, for the extra week because how it works is we have the Best of Kenya which runs directly into the Great Migration or the Mara Peak Week um, and there's one night, um, a gap of one night in between the two safaris for the staff to kind of turn down the camp and make it look good, fresh and clean again and before the guests arrive the next day for the start of the Mara Peak season safaris. Um, and so I chatted to Dex and I said, listen, please, please can we get um, Tenke out into the field with us so that he can enjoy some time out there because believe it or not, those our staff in East Africa are so busy um, in and around the camp every single day that there is not really much time for them to break out into um, the Great Mara and see the beautiful sights that present themselves out there too often. Um, and so I chatted to Dixon. He was happy, more than happy for Tenke to join us on our afternoon safari from the airstrip um, back towards the camp. And so we greeted our guests, said our farewells, and myself, Mareka, and Tenke jumped into Jimmy's vehicle. And we made our way from the airstrip in the direction back towards camp. But we knew there's a particular area there called Egyptian, um, which is one of the, the main roads en route back to camp from the airstrip. And there is a large pride of lion who we refer to as the Egyptian pride that live um, and patrol and move in and around this particular area. There's also a big body of water which is called Egyptian that is a big attraction for these migratory herds and other animals passing through the area. And in turn makes for incredible hunting ground for lion, leopard and all other predators in the area. Um, so we decided let's go check this area. It is late afternoon. Their flight departed at about four. And so temperatures were dropping slightly. Cats were obviously going to get a little bit more active and mobile. Um, so we made our way to Egyptian. We arrived at this watering hole. And Tenke, the barman, he was just in his element. He was loving it. He had my sunglasses on. He had uh, my binoculars around his neck. He was really full on safari, safari vibes. And 
as we had stopped, he immediately picked up the binoculars, started scanning the planes, looking around, chatting to myself, chatting to Mareka and, and Jimmy, when he suddenly said, wait, there's, some, there's something in that tree. And this tree was probably about 100 meters or so away from this watering hole. So you could barely see what was lying up in it. And he had said that there's a cat. There's definitely a cat in this tree. It could be a leopard, but it's big. So he thinks it's a lion. And um, I immediately picked up my 400 millimeter lens and took a quick image of the tree, zoomed in. And Tanker had spotted two lioness lying sleeping up in a beautiful tree um, not too far off from the road. So excitement was high. I mean, this is the first time I've ever seen tree climbing lion in the Maasai Mara. It's, it's not an everyday scene in the Mara, so it was really, really cool that he had spotted this for us. And not only can he pour a good gin and tonic, but he can spot lions at a, a long way away, which is pretty cool. Um, but we decided let's try and make our way a bit closer. There was a little two-track road heading up towards this tree because this tree is also often used as a a picnic site. Uh, so when you stop for your breakfast in the, the mornings in the middle of the Maasai Mara, you look for a nice patch of shade because it does get quite warm out there. And Tenke um, spotted these lions inside this picnic tree, which was just phenomenal. So fortunately, there was this two-track. We made our way closer and we had sat there, we sat there, it wasn't that long. Um, it was probably maybe 30 minutes, give or take, um, when the lioness started, or two lionesses started getting a bit active. The one was yawning, the other started grooming herself, the one got up and stretched, lay down again. Um, and throughout this whole process, something came to me and I said, you know what, I think I need a hand, Tenke, Francis, our barman, one of my cameras so that he can now document this incredible scene because if it wasn't for him he would not or we would not have seen this I mean he he scanned the areas he saw the the lines in the tree so I said no this is a great opportunity I set up my the 5d mark th uh, 4 with a 70 to 200 on it set it up for him um, with the light conditions and so so that if these lines do get up and move and jump out he can pull off and capture a few cool images. And um, when I say a few cool images, he nailed every single one of them. Uh, sitting there for about 30 minutes, he took a few reference shots, he kept checking his exposure, and he was using all these big terms, exposure, light, all these kinds of things. And I was just helping him through the process. The guest who was on board as well, Mareka, was loving the experience because Tenke shared incredible stories about Lion um, because obviously he's a Maasai, he lives in these very wild areas and he shared incredible stories not only lion related but all wildlife related stories with us growing up as a young kid and basically how they they live their lives today in order to minimize the amount of human wildlife conflict so myself and Mareka were just loving the whole experience not only seeing the joy and pleasure on Tenke's face watching these lioness in a tree um, but sharing his his knowledge his skills and his life story it was really phenomenal and um, but eventually the time came where myself Mareka the guest on board and Tenke were as ready as we could be because these lions were getting up and they were about to jump out this tree I just finalized composition tactics with with Tenke and um, he appreciated the advice but I mean 
by the looks of his reaction, I think he kind of knew exactly what he was doing. Um, and his back but his finger was on the back button, focusing on the uh, the lioness. The first girl got up. She kind of made her way to the fork of this beautiful tree, looked back up at her sister, and then slowly made her way down before it got too steep for her then to actually take a few quick steps and leap and jump out the tree. And throughout this whole process, Tenke was just firing away. It sounded like he had an AK-47 X-Men just shooting like a madman just to ensure that he gets the shot. Um, he did get a lot of these shots. <laughs> he took many images. Um, but just the joy and the pleasure and the the look on that man's face after he had or after he had managed to capture those images was just something truly special to me. And this is why this particular moment out in the field in the Maasai Mara out on safari is probably one of my top highlights throughout my career. I think it's going to remain a big and top highlight throughout my career for many years to come, if not for the entire or for the rest of my career doing what I do today. Because it was just so incredible seeing the reaction on Tenke's face. Um, that first girl was out. She had lay, she had a used the bathroom, lay down, had a rest, and about five to ten minutes later, her sister also got up. When Tenke started bleating out, composition, make sure, light, make sure, and it was hilarious. It was absolutely yes, it cracked us up. It was a very very funny moment that he was getting us ready for the scene, and yet again, he absolutely nailed it. Um, and I mean, this comes from a man who's I don't think ever. He's maybe picked up a camera once or twice in and around the camp, but he had told us he had never photographed a wild animal with gear and cameras like this. He usually uses his iPhone or whatever he has with him, but never has he shot with a DSLR. So it was just awesome that he then started running the show with my sunglasses still on his head, binoculars still around his neck, and a 70 to 200 with a, with a cannon body in his hand, bleating out composition, light shutter speed and he's just firing away um, and absolutely nailing the shot um, and yeah if I could ever do it again with Tenke I will yeah I need to document it a bit better um, I do have some videos out I do have some blogs out regarding this particular sighting um, but I need to make I think I need to put make some time and try and get a proper day out in the field with Tenke because it is absolutely hilarious. It's he's one of the funniest men I know, um, and I thank him for for being a part of that day with myself, Mareka, and Jimmy. We all had the best time, and um, yeah, I do look forward to more uh, moments like this with him out in the field. Uh, but please, as I'd mentioned earlier, if you have any cool safari moments, may it be you joined a safari with someone really funny or something really cool happened, um, whatever it may be, if you would like to share some of your your stories with me, please get in touch, send me an email, um, send me a direct message on Instagram, which is Michael Laubscher, my email is michael at wild hyphen i, that's e-y-e dot c-a dot z-a, um, because as I'd mentioned, I love reading safari stories um, 
and I also love sharing them. So if there's anything you want to hear from my side, again, please email me. I will definitely um, get some content out for you guys. But I do look forward to seeing what comes, what is about to come in. Um, because, yeah, safari stories are golden. Um, but I thank you for taking the time to listen to this podcast today. And, uh, yeah, until we, we chat again. Have a great day further. And bye-bye for now. Thank you.